You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning, and welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And today's business at hand is the business of leveraging music to help people achieve a better balance in their life, if you will. Um, we've uh, heard for decades uh, that there are benefits uh, from m- music and music engagement that uh, that have helped uh, people with a variety of of conditions in their life, uh, whether it be uh, a stress or some physical ailment, uh, to simply live a a, a more stress free stress free existence. That's easy for me to say. And today I'm very, very pleased to have the executive director of Alchemy Sky, uh, Jay Budd, as our guest to tell us more about how Alchemy Sky is leveraging music to enrich the lives of veterans in particular, but also uh, some other folks, and he'll be telling us about that. Welcome to the business, Jay. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for having me. Jay, let's um, talk about uh, the scope of uh, what you do at Alchemy Sky, or, or basically what your mission is, and uh, take us back to the beginning of that that mission uh, and how you created Alchemy Sky. Sure. So Alchemy Sky um, is our mission is to bring the healing power of music to those who need it, and we saw a need uh, in terms of the ability for people to express themselves and process their experiences um, and avenues or vehicles to do so. So we think music can really help people in areas like anxiety, depression, PTSD, um, some other physical challenges like Parkinson's. So we facilitate and fund programs in and around Atlanta that helps people using the power of music. Take us back to when it was that you thought that uh, music could be uh, used in this way. Uh, were there uh, other significant contributors to the concept? Is this a very much uh, a Jay Bud uh, concept that you cultivated uh, all on your own? And uh, at some point, we'll talk about your background in music. But tell us about how you came to see that that music could be used in this way even before you formed the group you must have had some perception that um i've seen the wonders of music uh in other uh healing uh areas and i think i can marry um music with veterans because veterans is a is a, is a major focus right sure, absolutely so I've, I've been a musician most of my adult life, and I have used music through a lot of challenging and dark moments for me. So I've always had music as kind of a companion throughout my journey. And I was in corporate America at Verizon Wireless, and kind of our big bang, my big bang moment was I wanted to do a service project. And a friend of a friend introduced me to the executive director of a shelter called Covenant House, which is down in the city of Atlanta. And this particular shelter um, helps get uh, teenage at-risk teens, sexually trafficked teens off the street and into a safe environment. And so I was still working at Verizon Wireless and driving down to the city. 
and throughout those about 16 weeks we ended up writing and recording a song at the shelter and just the significance of that and just the way those teens pulled together to validate their own voices their own truth the, the amount of collaboration that was going on in the midst of this very you know intense shelter i mean if you're if you're a teenager and you're in a shelter you're you're under a lot of stress and you've probably experienced a lot of trauma and so we ended up writing and recording a song inside the shelter and the caseworkers every time we would come out of one of our sessions you could just knock them over with a feather because they were like this is amazing how they're pulling together and expressing themselves and that was in 2013 and i started to really think about the fact that you know music has a lot of power to pull people together and connect not only each other but also connect ourselves with feelings and experiences that maybe we couldn't get to otherwise no question about it um music uh has helped uh, a variety of people again in times of stress or other physical ailments uh undergo whatever uh that period of time was uh with less stress and also to um to just open up uh you know to kind of let your hair down and 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 and, and immerse yourself in music um what kind of programs uh, i know you have the um uh, the focus uh, on uh, the Veterans Music Project, but what, what kind of other programs uh, fall under the umbrella of uh, Alchemy Sky? And uh, I might ask you to go back and explain the name, uh, even before you tell us about oh. uh, any programs. Tell us about why you chose Alchemy Sky. Um, so the the term Alchemy Sky, so you can think of it, um, the definition of alchemy is a, a transformation of sorts. So back... I imagine hundreds of years ago, apparently there were people that said they could turn lead to gold, which I'm not sure that really worked. But metaphorically, I think the term alchemy is is accurate for what music can do. Um, I have seen music both personally and professionally turn, uh, transform pain into consciousness, um, transform darkness into light. Um, so I I like the term alchemy. I think it exists in all of us. I think the ability to transform um, to a better place or, or to actualize to a better version of ourselves is kind of important uh, going through this world. And I think music can help a lot of people in that endeavor. Uh, sky is uh, kind of the limit. Sky's the limit in terms of what music can do for people. Um, so that's how we came up with Alchemy Sky. That's a great name. I, I, I too believe that uh, um, modern alchemists are, are folks who uh, integrate sometimes seemingly disparate parts, uh, fuse them together uh, a, a, as the early alchemists did and uh, uh, who were uh, more uh, chemistry focused and now uh, chemistry as a, as a metaphor for different dimensions of your life uh, uh, is an, uh, a very appropriate uh, term, and then the whole notion that sky is limited. Yeah, I mean, I perhaps it. it's a social alchemy or a cultural alchemy. I have had so many experiences with music. Uh, I'll give you a, a just a quick one. Is that years ago I used to go up to an open mic in Johns Creek, and um, 
was a great open mic, and it was Wednesday nights. And people would sit in, you know, so you might have a piano player or somebody who plays harmonica or somebody who wants to sing, and you don't necessarily know these people. And so you go up there and you say, okay, we're going to we're gonna sing Drift Away. It's in the key of G. All right, count it in. And you have this experience with people that you don't know, and you make a connection. And I always thought when I, you know, you do your three or four songs, and I always thought when I got off, when we were done with the songs, I, I wondered if I would have met those people in any other way. And perhaps, you know, we didn't vote for the same people, or perhaps we don't have seemingly a lot in common, but now we have forged this connection. Yeah, so, that's definite social alchemy. And it's you could you could kind of say it's social alchemy. So what, what was like the name it. of this place in Alpharetta? It's called Abbott's. Um, there is a, a, a restaurant, Alto Valley's, that uh, has an open mic at night, and I was wondering, uh, they were having to be guests on the program because I wanted to talk about a... Uh, a restaurant which had this music component and, and has for many years, and uh, it's interesting that in this northern suburb of Atlanta, uh, you would have a, a couple of them, uh, maybe even more than those two, uh, because someone mentioned to me another uh, restaurant club up there, um, and uh, you, you usually associate that with the uh, inner city, but I, uh, I like that they have the dimension outside the city. So now, tell us about... Uh, um, are there are there formalized programs, or is the primary formalized program the um, Veterans Music Project? No, we have a couple of different programs that we do, um, and we're we're we like to go on site. So whether it be a nursing home or the VA, um, but right now we have we're partnering with a business from out of Roswell, Georgia, called the George Center. And so they are, um, we're partnering with them to facilitate a choir for those who are living with Parkinson's. Hmm. And um, the George Center has done a fantastic job in terms of growing that choir. Um, they just had a recital or a gig, if you will, um, on June 23rd at a Baptist church in Roswell. Um, and they did songs um, from Ireland, and it was a very, very powerful experience. Um, that would seem to be a great example of vocal alchemy. Absolutely, and and again, bringing people together, kind of within the embrace of songs, um, it was just wonderful to hear them perform, and and the fellowship that follows afterwards. Right, you're drinking coffee, and now you're talking to new people, and um, it was just a fantastic experience. Um, what would you say? Um, and and I I, I want to really drill down um, to the benefits to some of the veterans you're working with, but but to the folks with Parkinson's. Uh, and you you mentioned one. I mean, uh, just socializing, uh, meeting other people. Uh, but what what uh, are some of the benefits that you think come with uh, music? Uh, in some cases, being introduced into the lives of some, reintroduced into the lives of others, and uh, and then maybe there were a few people uh, that um, just music didn't really matter to very much and all of a sudden now it it does matter i think um music is what i have found to be the most common denominator of the human experience so i think to your point there are people that um may not think of it as much that way but if if for the people that i've talked to there always is usually 
a memory or an experience that's associated with a song. So it could be the song that you danced with, you know, with your mom at your wedding, or it could be for me, it's every time I hear James Taylor, I think of my father um, because he and I love James Taylor. So I think the ability to bring people together and foster those connections um, is very powerful. And to your point, I think it can sneak up on people sometimes and it can surprise them in terms of how powerful it can be. Now, we're going to be taking a break here in a moment, but when we come back, I'm going to have you tell us uh, more about the uh, Veterans uh, Music Project, uh, and then we'll even talk a little bit about some of the specific uh, veterans. Uh, we not, might not necessarily name names, but uh, you know, you've worked with some individuals uh, that embrace have really embraced this, and uh, it's become a significant part of their lives. Uh, we'll be talking that about that with Jay Budd. Uh, we're taking a break, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Going to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Jay Budd, the Executive Director of Alchemy Sky. And Jay was telling us a little bit about how he conceived of the uh, Alchemy Sky organization with a major focus being on the Veterans Music Project. And uh, Jay, tell us about why uh, you saw it as uh, a critical dimension um, and, and you, you you touched on this, but tell us more about why you you, you felt that there was a, a void to be filled by engaging veterans uh, in songwriting, in uh, uh, producing the music, um, and in performing, and um, the early stages of how it evolved to eventually being in, going into the studio and uh, producing uh, one of the very first uh, songs, if uh, I'm not mistaken, um, was A Just Fire? Yes. Okay. Uh, we can, we're going to talk about that. We'll even talk about some of the lyrics. But uh, we're going to even play a little bit of it a little bit later. Uh, tell us 
about that evolution, you you you, you started working with veterans. Who? Where did you have the contact with the veterans? Uh, how did you grow it uh, into a more formal uh, uh, veterans music project? So one of our partners is Metro Music Therapy of Georgia, and uh, they have helped us on a number of different projects, including the first one, which was at the Covenant House. And they introduced us to the VA, uh, the CLC, which is their community living center, um, which is uh, their nursing home in the big VA medical center campus off of Claremont Road. And so we were there, and we subcontracted or partnered with Metro Music Therapy of Georgia. And... um, Every week we would go and have music therapy sessions with veterans who were living there. And so that was our first program that we developed for veterans. And as we got farther into the veteran community, and I think hopefully everybody knows the stats, and they're, and they're very serious and very tragic in terms of every day in this country, 21 veterans commit suicide. Um, and if you are... A veteran, you are twice as likely to take your own life versus being a civilian. Um, so the ability for us to care for our veterans after they have sacrificed so much for our country is extremely important. And what we started to see is that there was an, an opportunity to deliver a non-traditional method of therapy. And so originally what we heard at the VA a lot of times from the recreational therapists and the, and the nurses is they were convinced that a lot of the veterans that we worked with probably would not have expressed themselves in more of a traditional therapeutic setting. So they saw the value almost immediately in terms of people opening up, people starting to express themselves, tell stories. Um, So I remember one story where we asked a gentleman who was a Vietnam veteran what his favorite song was. He said, sitting on the dock of a bay. We played it. We sang it, and then the music therapist asked him, what do you remember the first time you heard that song? And all of a sudden now, he's telling a story. And what we were getting our feedback is, I'm not sure that gentleman would have done the same thing if somebody just asked him point blank about Vietnam. So right away, we kind of saw the power of it in terms of giving veterans a different way to express themselves and process their experiences. Um, from there, we decided we want. We also wanted to help post 9/11 veterans, and that is when we came up with the Veterans Music Project, and we walked veterans through the process of writing and recording a song. I want to read a quick uh, quote here from uh, a um, a Marine. Uh, uh, in this case, it was a woman uh, who is a, a Marine. Uh, she wrote that writing about it helps to get the feelings out, the emotions out. And then when you have other people listening to it and they feel the same way about it, then you kind of feel vindicated that you have a reason for feeling the way you feel. And, and so it, that takes us back to this notion that music can strike a chord, if you will, in people. Uh, take them to another place, a better place uh, that allows them to to open up and and uh, um, this marine is uh, this someone who uh, was it a one time um, 
opportunity uh, for her to work with uh, Alchemy Sky, or has it been an ongoing relationship? Tell us about that. So she was in the first Veterans Music Project, and um, we are inviting the veterans from our first project to the second project in the fall. Um, we really do want to create this idea of an extended family so that people continually know that they can collaborate and connect and process through music. Um, the the other thing that struck me deeply is how selfless veterans are. So she wanted she wanted to be a light for other veterans, and so f- her vulnerability and her truth lights a path for other veterans who might be struggling. Um, and I always thought I was just it's very you know just deeply honored to be around uh, people like that who are brave enough to kind of express their vulnerability and their truth, but also want to pull people along and help other people with their art. Um, So we want to make sure that we invite our veterans from the first Veterans Music Project to the second one um, to kind of get that, build that momentum. Yeah, a lot of people forget that uh, people who allow themselves or... Uh, who are willing to become part of um, the military um, in many cases are really giving kinds of people I mean we're talking about a violent uh, uh, activity to become a part of uh, especially if you're in combat zones but nevertheless that starts with people wanting to uh, uh, protect freedom uh, and to essentially be selfless uh, in uh, uh, serving the country. And those same uh, selfless uh, characteristics are there following the war, uh, but they just may have um, been taken off path, uh, if you will. Uh, And I I see that uh, what your program does is is how people to um, get in touch with their feelings uh, again uh, for some measure of stress reduction and to, to get back on uh, to a path of uh, of healing. Uh, here's another quote from uh, an army soldier: "Music is a dominant role in my life. It helps with my PTSD and with my therapy, um, so that." as an adjunct or uh, a, an additional dimension to um, um, PTSD therapy. And uh, I can imagine that it's extremely useful. In fact, we had uh, a um, licensed clinical social worker on the program uh, a couple of years ago uh, who I, uh, I want to bring this to his attention because he might have some folks uh, that you could work with. And... Um, uh, I think he would see that there is uh, tremendous uh, benefits. Um, here's another quote. Uh, it allows me to express my writing skills as well as my love for music and wrap it up in this nice ball of therapy. It was an outlet for me to create and get in touch with my feelings, and I may not have known uh, were there not, well, were there and put them. I may not have known where they were and put them in a way that hopefully other people could connect to. And so I think uh, this uh, Air Force uh, uh, woman is uh, talking maybe very specifically about uh, 
the adjust fire production. Is that yes. right? And I think to your point, I, we had a, a mental health professional explain it to me, uh, explain it to us this way, and this made sense to me, is that when, and a lot of times our, the veterans we're working with are medically and honorably discharged from the military, and how the the term that this mental health professional used was the was the idea that identities get fragmented when they come home, and so they have a, a profound sense of duty and service, but they have a harder time plugging in and connecting to that identity when they're discharged from the military. And so they still want to identify with it. It is still a huge part of their personality and their psyche, but they don't have a direct connection with it anymore. And so what music and this project does is it allows them to bring that identity into their present day and talk about some of the experiences that they've had, um, and it it there's a sense of wholeness, I think, when they write and they record, and I think that's been very powerful. And so, this song we're talking about, "Adjust Fire," was the the first song that we recorded um, with a group of nine veterans, and we also hired a music producer who was in the army for ten years. So that is the the song we're talking about this morning. Yeah, I just fire is uh, uh, a, a work of poetry set to music. Uh, it would seem, and uh, you know, you're you're just helping veterans capture uh, a, a, a broad range of feelings, uh, which uh, are cloaked in confusion, maybe. And uh, in the uh, first um, uh, combination of verses uh, for a just fire. Um, I'd like you to read that that first. Um, you would certainly uh, okay. um, be a little more in touch with it, and maybe even uh, read it uh, uh, in a, a rhythm that was closer to the the music itself, which we'll be playing in a little bit. But uh, I'll read that first part of okay. "Adjust Fire." So it's "Adjust Fire," never getting tired. Got to keep it moving. Downrange, too long. Time to bring it on home. Gotta call my wife when I get off, I'm feeling all alone. So tired, sleepy, but still wide awake. Bombs drop, soul frozen, feeling myself shake. Just got married, gotta get home, restart my life. Gotta remember when I get back how to kiss my wife. Hands numb, heart beating, crazy banging like a drum. Hope my, hope my wife accepts the man I have become. And there's a lot in that. I mean, there's... <laughs> Uh, 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 a full range uh, of emotions and uh, uh, in fact I'm going to have you uh, well we're going to take a break but when we come back we'll actually play the music and maybe we'll even uh, uh, review some of those lyrics again after you uh, hear some of the music we're here with Jay Bud the executive director of Alchemy Sky which is using music to help uh a variety of folks, but with a focus on veterans uh, whose uh, lives uh, are um, becoming less stressful um, with the support of Alchemy Sky. We'll be back to talk with Jay Bud right after this break. Quick stakes. 
That's Q-U-I-K Steaks are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Steaks. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Steaks, Q-U-I-K Steaks, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Just fine, never getting tired, gotta keep it moving. Downrange, too long, time to bring it on home. Gotta call my wife when I get off, I'm feeling all alone. So tired, sleepy. But still wide awake, bombs dropped, soul frozen, feeling myself shake. Just got married, gotta get home, restart my life. Gotta remember when I get back, how to kiss my wife. Hands numb, heart beating, crazy, banging like a drum. Hope my wife accepts the man I have become. You can call me a spy, because my many secrets. Disguises I've used high, my many bases. Under my care, three depend on me. Squeeze, he's the one I really need. There's nothing else for me to do but to show and prove. You can't keep whitewashing everything we do. Show me that black girl magic. Give us our credit due. Love and affection straight from the heart. Yo, my aim is true. just heard a portion of a just fire which is a recently released production of the veterans music project uh of of the um, alchemy sky organization and uh jay what how many people were involved in writing it and performing it and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the release uh, project and, and, a, and a key partner with you uh, in the release but uh, y- you transitioned into a music producer uh, which you might have been previously uh, of sorts Yep. well we, we hired a music producer who you know was Marcus McCreary who really brought all this out from the veterans um, he's a 10 year army veteran and actually the Wounded Warrior Project referred 
him to us and said, hey, you, you might want to take a look at Marcus. And he was, talk about an alchemist. Um, Marcus did a great job. I was really kind of the roadie. Yeah. Well, in some sense, uh, just like in a movie production, you have producers and directors who are more hands-on. Right. You still have executive producers who have their hand in the production. And, yeah. and, 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 and I, in that sense, you were uh, an executive producer. Um, but but uh, tell us about how you uh, found Marcus McCrary and how you uh, decided which of the veterans, uh, or maybe he did, but how you decided who could write and who right. could sing and who was going to be involved in the production. Well, so Wounded Warrior Project helped us find Marcus, and we really wanted to make it a, a no-pressure, no-stress situation. So we didn't, you know, everybody made the band, right? So people who had an interest and a passion in music, I think we started with about 12 or 13 veterans, and then it kind of whittled down to nine and um, it was kind of it was amazing in the sense that the creativity and the the artistry was already there. Um, quite frankly, we probably could have recorded three or four songs. Um, so we just we met the veterans where they were. We we also didn't want anybody stressing about if they had to perform musically, um, because all we wanted to do is is give them a safe, fun, collaborative environment so they could express their voices and I'm a little bit biased but I think Atlanta is the greatest music city in the country so what's great about it is if we needed someone to help us make a track or form a beat um, this is the city that literally can can provide whatever we need musically right in fact one studio uh, right. stepped up and tell us about that so we're we're very passionate about trying to empower veterans to help other veterans so as Marcus is a 10-year Army veteran, our music producer, we also found a professional recording studio in Atlanta called Soul Asylum Studio that's owned by a veteran. Um, and so what we really want to do is create this, this network, this support infrastructure in the music industry, but also have veterans lead the way helping other veterans. And Soul Asylum Studio is just its a fantastic studio. Um, they were really patient and wonderful with our veterans because remember the veterans we work with aren't professional artists they're not professional musicians and going into a professional recording studio can be a little intimidating uh, you know when you step in the vocal booth and the engineer gives you the four count and it's like okay you're up but they had so much patience and made it a lot of fun for the veterans to come in and, and, and record their tracks um, it was a, a wonderful experience and we'll be back there in the fall the uh, reoccurring um, phrase uh, that you hear uh, throughout this piece, um, adjust fire, never getting tired, got to keep it moving. Uh, tell us, um, were you involved in, 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 in helping folks uh, figure out the title? So how the project kind of sets up is we met you know, weekly for about two hours, um, I think on Monday nights is where we met. And we would we have a workbook that we walk the veterans through in terms of writing exercises, figuring out how they want the song to sound. So asking them, is it is it Florida Georgia Line? Does it sound like Jay Z? Just to get kind of a start and a foundation. And as we go through that, we begin to refine different hooks. So they had all sorts of different ideas for what we wanted the hook to be. And so what happens is. 
each week I'm writing everything down. I'm taking notes. And then the next week, I, you know, I, I would call them meeting minutes, but what I would do is I would hand out what we worked on the week before. And you're, you just continue to distill this. And a just fire is a military term in terms of changing your aim. Um, and that throughout, I would say, the first three or four weeks, that kept percolating. That kept popping up. And so what happens is, is you just kind of keep boiling it down and keep re- refining it. And that's basically the hook that we that they came up with. Well, it's um, a really remarkable metaphor because in the production of the song, you were adjusting fire. Absolutely. And never getting tired and keeping it moving. Um, I want to re- have you read another uh, portion of this uh, the section, uh, which begins, Y'all don't know what you can't see. Y'all don't know what you can see, the IEDs, bullets, RPGs, the pain, the meds, the therapy, the cost of freedom, it ain't free. So don't judge a book before you read. Turn the page. This is the history of me. lot in that uh, uh, short uh, musical stanza, um, you have um, had uh, a couple of uh, supportive um, uh Partners, um, along with uh, Marcus McCrary and Soul Asylum, um, it was coincidental. And the, the way we learned about you actually was through Alan Jones, the owner of Hi-Fi Buys, a guy who uh, has a big heart and wanted to be supportive. And uh, at the core uh, of his life is music. And so, tell us about uh, the release uh, event and, and and how that came together. And, and Absolutely. you know. Um, start off with how you met Alan Jones. Right. So it's I had a, we had a mutual friend, and she said you, you need to meet Alan because I think he's as passionate about music as you are. And Alan is a, a, a fantastic gentleman. He is on our board and um, is the owner of Hi Fi Buys, which is a, a fantastic consumer electronics store in Buckhead, um, and. So as we got closer to releasing the song, Alan had an idea and said, why don't we just uh, do the celebration in the store? And it was such a, a powerful experience. The, the veterans came with their significant others and their spouses, and um, Alan opened up his whole store. It was, it was fantastic, and the equipment and the, um, the gear and the, st- and the speakers and everything that Alan has, when when veterans walked through the door, they heard a just fire. And there were times where um, a veteran would walk through the door with his wife and, and everybody would, the, the both of them would start to tear up. Because not only is it a fantastic song, but it's coming through on equipment and speakers that are just absolutely the best. Um, so that was a very powerful moment in terms of when we were listening to the song and it would get to the veterans part Everybody would just kind of, you could see they were kind of hugging and kind of giving high fives. And a lot of the, the significant others that they brought were very surprised in a good way. Like, I didn't know this was in you. I didn't know you could express yourself that way. And it was just an amazing, um, amazing experience. And Alan also had an, another brilliant idea is to invite some of his customers to the celebration. So then, what happens with that is you start to push the song into parts of our community that maybe otherwise wouldn't have connected with it. 
And so now you have people meeting each other that maybe wouldn't have met in another walk of life. And they're talking about the song and also honoring the veteran by saying, hey, that was an amazing line. Or how did you come up with that beat? And so it was this wonderful community experience that we're celebrating the veterans and what they've done for our country. You know, I mentioned earlier how uh, people willing to uh, uh, enlist uh, and become a part of our uh, military effort, um, whether they're in combat zones or not, are uh, oftentimes much more giving than people realize, willing to give their lives in some cases, but um, giving uh, people, uh, and in this case, uh, giving to... um, uh, the country and 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 in service of the country, and um, I think uh, a lot of listeners um, can relate to this, but there's not often times not a lot talked about, and and um, that is non-veterans, uh, non-military, wanting to help veterans, and and that's something that you had mentioned to me before was, you know, you weren't a part of the military, but you always were. Th- thinking about what can I do to help these men and women uh, and you know I oftentimes feel the same way because I was not military you know what can I do to be supportive and in some sense this show this very mm-hmm. show uh, is you and I uh, being supportive of uh, people who went and selflessly gave of their time and their hearts and their bodies and in some cases their lives uh, in support of freedom and, um, you know, the rest of us, you know, we are groping for ways to be supportive. And I think that this uh, approach that you've taken, uh, and, and in some sense, Ellen uh, Jones, I'm sure, feels the same way. Um, and uh, I know that the uh, station uh, owner and manager, the general manager uh, here, David Moxley, is a guy who uh, is a veteran. But who also wants to give uh, uh, back to other veterans? Um, tell us about how uh, you you might see Alchemy Sky evolving. Uh, you, you said that you could have recorded another uh, song or two. Uh, do you see? Uh, music production uh, down the road is a more formalized part of what you do. Um, I know that you make visitations, uh, not so much at the VA uh, as you did in the beginning, uh, but there are live performances. Uh, How do you see Alchemy Sky evolving? I think, um, and to your point about... And and you know what? I'm going to apologize because we're going to need to take a break, and I'm going to let you gather your thoughts on that. Um, We're here with Jay Bud, the executive director of Alchemy Sky, and we've been talking about a host of of things that Alchemy Sky is doing to help uh, a lot of different folks, but with a focus on veterans, uh, lead uh, uh, less stressful lives. We'll be back with Jay right after this break. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. 
These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we're here with Jay Budd, the Executive Director of Alchemy Sky, and we've been talking about what Alchemy Sky is doing to help people uh, reduce stress in their lives, or um, in many cases, uh, you might even say self-actualize by getting in touch with certain feelings getting those feelings out and reducing stress and getting those feelings out through music. Uh, Jay himself is a musician, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But before the break, um, I wanted uh, Jay to share with us um, a little more about um, how you were... um, how you were looking at the future of Alchemy Sky. So we we think there's a real opportunity to bring um, people together with helping write songs, whether it be we, we want to continue our work with veterans, but the the experience we had at High Five Buys with our release party really showed us the potential, which is we can bring a lot of different people from our community into kind of Alchemy Sky's family to help with the the writing, the production, and then the celebration of these songs. So I don't think it, you don't need to be a professional musician. Um, we've had a lot of volunteers that, to, to the discussion point we had earlier, want to help veterans, but maybe they don't know how to kind of integrate with um, some of the support structure. We want to be that support structure. So whether it be people that want to, um, everybody from people who want to donate to support the project or people that want to help write or people that want to help take photography or people that want to help blog about the journey, highlight our veterans on social media, um, tell their story. 
and we think we can really expand this into a new support structure for veterans using music and everybody in our community who is passionate about music. Well, and it's it's very timely in, in that uh, the recent program, and I, I'm sorry, I can't tell you the name of the program, don't know which network it's on, you might know, but the program which highlights people's um, helping individuals to become writer and composers. Yeah, I've seen that, I think. There's a, a mainstream program uh, on uh, one of the net major networks, and, and, you know, it might be that you can link with them and supply them with veterans who would be worthy of that program, taking them from uh, the level uh, that Alchemy Sky, the platform that Alchemy Sky um, has, and uh, being a source uh, of talent, if you will, to them, uh, so that they're getting it refined uh, even beyond uh, what you can do, and that might be good exposure for uh, for Alchemy Sky. Um, money, um, you know, uh, this an important part of um, what uh, any nonprofit uh, uh, does is, is try to raise money, and you have specific uses for for uh, contributions. Uh, how does someone get in touch with uh, Alchemy Sky? Um, they can check us out online at alchemysky.org. Um, to your point, um, you know, we are raising money for this new veterans music project and want to be able to record at least two songs. One of the things we learned from our first veterans music project is that we would love to be able to offer two different genres. So we'd love to do a, a country and western one. Um, add that to our library. So again, we're giving veterans more opportunities to express themselves. So you can ch- check us out at alchemysky.org or we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search on Alchemy Sky Foundation. Um, are some of the uh, veterans you're working with, are, 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 do you see them as uh, sources of ongoing participation uh, and whose uh, roles might be expanded? I mean, not that you're going to become a major uh, employer of uh, veterans, uh, but you can eventually get to a point where you're well enough funded, hopefully, that you might uh, engage one or two of them. Is that something you've thought about? We have. Um, so we have in our... Um, business proposal for you know veterans music project 2.0 having two veterans and bringing someone back from the original program and then having marcus lead the way Um, we think this could provide an opportunity um, for veterans to not only help other veterans but also have an employment opportunity let's turn to you for uh, a moment as we start to close out the program um you started off in high school, if I'm not, I'm not uh, correct, as a musician, as a guitar player, uh, and you've managed to integrate uh, this passion for music, and 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 I I mentioned to you um, off air that you know one of the sub themes of this program is is professionals becoming self actualized, and that one of the things that we share with listeners, uh, particularly young listeners who are not even sure of what kind of path to take to any given profession, to any career, uh, and who are groping uh, for ways to integrate interests and aptitudes and passions and uh, 
that's what you've done. I mean, that's what you've done. You've become uh, more self-actualized. I, I don't see you as someone who thinks you've achieved the perfect balance, but someone who's become more self-actualized. Tell us about how you've managed to integrate these interests and aptitudes. It's uh, I don't I don't know who is credited with this quote, but it is you know seldom straight, but mostly forward. Is kind of the thing. Um, music's always been a passion, but it took years for that passion to kind of actualize into something that I could do for a living. Um, so you may not you may not be able to see it in in a, in a six month window. Um, I also like the quote: "You kind of have to live your way into the answer." So, I as I worked at Verizon Wireless for thirteen years, I never you know my passion for music never waned, and so I was looking for ways to kind of push that passion into something that I could do every day. But it took several years. Um, and for me, that, that Big Bang moment was doing the service project at Covenant House. Um, but I think you have to start with something that, you know, you would do for free um, and then figure out how to actualize that into a living. And for a lot of people, following their passion uh, takes them in a direction where um, their earnings might not be as good as they otherwise were uh, in a corporate uh, or entrepreneurial situation. Um, but where you can wake up and feel good about what you do, feel better about what you do, and in some sense you're sacrificing um, a certain lifestyle to um, focus on something where you're integrating your heart and your head and just feeling better about what you do with your life. Absolutely. And it is, you know, ideally you want to be able to blend it so that you have a certain amount of your passions, but also, you know, a certain amount of ability to pay bills. Um, and I just don't think, you know, a six-month or a 12-month window is realistic to do something like that. It certainly wasn't for me. Um, I had to kind of take the long way. Um, so, and, and I think in some sense that makes it a little bit more fulfilling in terms of, you know, the mountain that you're climbing. Um, but I also try to incorporate you know, every part of my journey forward. So all the training and all the experience that I learned at Verizon Wireless, I, I carry that with me now. So I don't think those are disparate worlds. I think one helps the other. There's no doubt about it that the range of man management skills that you acquire when you're working for a, a major corporation um, of any kind, or, or even if you started your own business, uh, uh, certainly... Uh, along the way, most entrepreneurs start to acquire more and more management skills. But as the executive director of any nonprofit, you can't help but rely on um, that skill set. And uh, the other thing um, that I want to mention is that you and I also talked about how uh, very often um, and most often uh, when you have these uh, – seemingly disparate interests and aptitudes or passions uh, hobbies if you will um, you don't know how to integrate them no one can, can tell you well Jay I think that there's a non-profit foundation in your future and that is an ex executive director of an organization that can integrate music with helping people reduce stress in their lives, be in touch with their feelings, 
and maybe work with veterans. I probably would have lost that bet. Yeah. And and, and I, I think I shared with you that, that I was a guy who um, um, studied uh, pre-med and, and, and psychology and also happened to take a lot of film and photography or m- media and uh, some environmental studies courses. And I sure as heck didn't know how to pull all that together. No one was able to advise me and tell me that, well, in your future, maybe you'll do some of it professionally. You'll still rely on certain social, psychological uh, skills uh, in the uh, operations of a, uh, a business, uh, in my case, marketing, and then the uh, uh, use of skills to communicate with people. Um, but also I might pursue the environmental studies part of it as a nonprofit, as a volunteer uh, or uh, orientation. And, and what you've done is pull together some things uh, that were meaningful to you, uh, integrating your heart and your head, and that's what I try so to it's, do. So, you know, it is what you just described is also seldom straight but always forward, right? So no it's question. the ability to stay open and say, I'm not sure where this fits, but I'm going to make sure I put it in my backpack. And, and we hope that listeners can understand that sometimes it's a circuitous route. It was for me. That will get you there. It still is. Jay, I want to thank you for doing what you do. Uh, I know that you are making a difference uh, uh, leveraging music uh, in the lives of many, uh, particularly veterans. So uh, thank you for that, and thank you for taking time to come on the Business Hour. Very, very grateful that you have it, that you had us. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Business Hour here at America's Web Radio. We're on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, USA. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the radio and internet next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.